Welcome to Faith and Freedom. We hope to inform, inspire, and encourage you to stand up for faith and freedom as we discuss victories and challenges in the courts, in public policy, and in the culture. Faith and Freedom is brought to you by Liberty Council, a litigation, education, and policy organization. Join us now as we address the latest cultural issues across America and around the world. The Christian flag finally flew in the city of Boston. I'm Matt Staver, founder and chairman of Liberty Council. We're going to be talking about this on Faith and Freedom. Well, in the cradle of liberty, Boston, the Commonwealth of Massachusetts, the home of John Adams, our first vice president, second president, John Quincy Adams, his cousin, and a later president, and so many other Christian founders of this country, there was one viewpoint that was banned in Boston City Plaza at their city hall. All viewpoints were welcome, except for one, and that was the Christian viewpoint. But last week, Wednesday, an historic event occurred. I was privileged to be able to be there in the city hall of Boston on the plaza near one of those public forum flagpoles that began this controversy going all the way back to many years ago, 2017. That's when all of this controversy began with regards to censoring Christian viewpoints. But last week, Wednesday, was a historic day because we have now resolved this case, won 9-0 at the United States Supreme Court on May the 2nd, obtained a permanent injunction, and then on this day, Hal Shirtliff, the founder of Camp Constitution, along with others, including some of our legal team that worked on this case, and I were present at this historic event to honor the Constitution. Camp Constitution is an organization that trains young people with regards to our Judeo-Christian history in America, and particularly the Constitution. How appropriate it would have been back in 2017 for Camp Constitution to have constitutional protections as it should have when it wanted to participate in honoring the Constitution during Constitution Week. But that opportunity was denied. In this historic event, we gathered at the base of one of the public forum flagpoles, and Hal Shirtliff and others spoke. I spoke about this historic case. There were signs and placards that said 9-0 to zero with the Supreme Court with regards to that victory. There were others that talked about voting for the... Christian viewpoints and upholding the First Amendment against these unconstitutional discriminatory viewpoint actions by the city of Boston. And people cheered. We also had many people holding these handheld Christian flags. The Christian flag is a white flag. It has in the corner a blue square, and in that square is a cross. There's no image on it. It's very similar to another flag with regards to the Battle of Bunker Hill or the Bunker Hill flag. That flag is virtually identical, except it has a reverse color scheme. Instead of white, it's blue. Instead of the blue square, it has a white square. But they both have the red cross. The only thing additional that this flag has is a pine tree. That flag has been allowed to fly in this public forum flagpole. This particular event last week culminated many years of litigation in this 9-0 decision, and now this was historic because we were able to gather, celebrate the Constitution free of unconstitutional discrimination, 
because of this amazing victory. We go back to the summer of 2017. Every September, there is the annual celebration of the Constitution. It is a federally recognized law in which the federal law encourages the celebration and recognition of the United States Constitution, and it's also called Citizenship Day as well. Hal Shirtliff, the founder of Camp Constitution, approached the city of Boston, completed an application form, and he wanted to have Camp Constitution's event, perhaps an hour during the week in September of 2017 of Constitution Day, celebrate the Constitution. There would be speeches from different pastors and others. Some people would be dressed up in the historic early founding garb of some of the founders. They wanted to talk about the founding of the Commonwealth of Massachusetts, Boston, and certainly our United States Constitution and the Judeo-Christian history and heritage shared by both. Many other people were allowed to do the same thing from different perspectives for 12 years. Uh, this particular City Hall Plaza allowed people from all different perspectives to fill out applications and hold events on the City Hall Plaza. These individuals were also allowed to file an application to use one of the flagpoles that was designated specifically by the city as a, quote, public forum open to, quote, all applicants. Those are very significant legal terms. Public forum means it's a place of gathering for speech by private citizen. And if you have any doubt, open to all applicants clearly indicates their intent. Anyone was able to file an application and anyone was able to have the opportunity to raise a flag of their choice while their event was ongoing. Hal Shirtless Camp Constitution event would have lasted probably about an hour. During that time, they would have raised the Christian flag, recognizing the Judeo-Christian heritage and history of America, Boston, and the Commonwealth of Massachusetts. All went well for 12 years because there were 284 applications from different viewpoints, even disagreeing viewpoints of individuals. Not a single one was denied. But in the summer of 2017, when the person with the city of Boston reviewed Hal's shirtless application, he found one word that was offensive that caused the problem. And that was the word Christian that preceded the word flag. Hal Shirtliff said that as part of his event, he wanted to briefly raise the, quote, Christian flag on the public forum flagpole. As a result, the application was delayed and delayed and delayed. Finally, the application was denied because of the word Christian. During discovery and a deposition, the person who denied this application stated, if Hal Shirtliff had referred to it as a secular flag by a secular term, such as the Camp Constitution flag, then it would be no problem. But using the word Christian on the application raised the problem. You understand the irony of this? The flag itself with the cross was not the issue. And the reason we know that is because that's what they said. In fact, they allowed the Bunker Hill flag that is virtually identical except for a reverse color scheme. Why? Because Boston said that flag was not religious in nature. And this particular Christian flag could have flown if Hal Shirtliff didn't consider the flag to be religious, if he considered it the Camp Constitution flag. Well, Hal could not change the application 
to strike out the word Christian and replace it with Camp Constitution flag because Camp Constitution doesn't have its own flag, and the Christian flag is the Christian flag. The United States flag is the United States flag. Different groups, organizations may want to fly it. Private individuals might want to fly it, but it's not your flag. It's the flag of the United States of America. This is the Christian flag, not the Camp Constitution flag, so he couldn't lie. Had he lied, had he tried to secularize it, we would not have this case. They would not have had a problem. The flag was fine. The word Christian was not. That set off a series of controversy and litigation. We lost twice in the lower court, lost twice at the Court of Appeals, three to zero, with the same panel of judges, both times losing three to zero. In other words, four judges below ruled against us twice. Then we went up to the United States Supreme Court on September 30, 2021. The U.S. Supreme Court looked at the case and said they wanted to take it and resolve this matter because of its serious breach of the Constitution. I argued it on January 18 before the nine justices, and I felt very good following that argument, predicted that we would actually get an eight to one or possibly nine to zero decision. And on May the 2nd, we received a nine to zero unanimous decision from the United States Supreme Court. Some of those that are opposed to this particular victory, they have a hard time explaining how all nine justices voted in favor. The fact is that it was clear viewpoint on the basis of religion, and that's what the Supreme Court decision said, striking down Boston's unconstitutional censorship. And as a result, we then went back to the court, we got a permanent injunction, and then last week we were able to celebrate what we should have been able to celebrate more than five years ago in 2017, and that is the Constitution of the United States, our Judeo-Christian history, and the founders, and be able to raise on an equal footing with equal opportunity the Christian flag just like the other viewpoints have been permitted as well. This case has sent shockwaves around the country every day since May the 2nd. This case has received media. For more information, go to Liberty Council's website, lc.org forward slash flag. We're going to be posting photographs and videos regarding this historic event, lc.org forward slash flag. You've been listening to Faith and Freedom, brought to you by Liberty Council. We hope that we have motivated you to stand up for your faith, family, and freedom. Get informed and get involved today. Visit Liberty Council's website at lc.org where you can obtain email alerts and other information to keep you informed and involved. The website again, lc.org.